0: Demas was a trusted member of the Apostle Paul's ministry. Paul said of him, "Emphrasis, my fellow prisoner, greets you, as do Mark, Aster Demas, Luke, my fellow laborers, Philmon." Demas is even mentioned before Luke, author of Luke and Acts. Paul mentioned them again in Colossians chapter four, verse fourteen, also in a positive light. Also, about five years later. 65 to 66 AD shortly before his, he was martyred. Paul wrote to Timothy to Timothy in the letter. He had bad news about Demas. Be diligent to come to me quickly for Demas has forsaken me. Having loved this world, this present world and has departed to Thessalonica. Second Timothy chapter four, verse 10 Demas left Paul in prison in Rome. Clearly, he did not leave with Paul's approval. Paul needed help. He was about to be executed. He wanted to make his last days as profitable as possible for the cause of Christ. Demas could have helped in his ministry. Instead, Demas took off for Thessalonica. The word Paul chose to describe Demas' action is very strong. The word forsaken. In the Greek, inkotepilipo, is the same word Jesus used on the cross when he cried out, "My God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" Matthew chapter 20, 27 verse 46, Mark chapter 15 verse 34 is also the word used in Hebrews chapter 13 where the Lord promised, "I will never leave you nor forsake you," is recalled by the author of Hebrews. To forsake anyone is a terrible thing. To forsake the, the apostle Paul when he was in prison and was facing execution for his death was especially terrible. What motivated Demas to do this? While Paul doesn't give us a specific answer, he does tell us the underlying problem. It is one that challenged each of us deeply, having loved the present world. That's the thing about being a Christian. Um, this, This life is hard. God calls you to deny yourself. Basically, when you become a Christian, you're basically flushing your dreams, hopes and desires down the toilet. And it's up to you, really, if you want to still continue to follow Jesus Christ. Um, It's a life of hardship. It's a life of self-denial. It's a life of pain. There is joy, but there's also pain. And um, a lot of people aren't willing to do that. We're coming to it. I mean, look what happened in the past three years, okay? If you didn't take that special solution, you were going to lose your home, your job, and sometimes even your family. And what did people do? Most people bowed down to it because they knew if they didn't take that, they lose things in the world. It's the same thing that's going to happen when they come with the new solution. People are going to say, oh, we're not going to bow down to it. And they'll bow down to it, especially Christians, because a lot of Christians, you know, they don't do research. They don't really use common sense. They just know if I don't do this, I will lose my job and they will bow down to the world. Okay, It's the same thing when when the mark of the beast comes, when the Antichrist comes and he says, you take this mark or you're going to be beheaded. They're going to do it. They are going to do it. And that's just a sad reality. A lot of Jesus said people are going to hate each other, turn on each other when it comes to in these times, because they're going to love the world and they're going to despise true Christians. They're going to despise the Christians that are willing to leave forsake home and family, even their, you know, their husbands and wives and children for the gospel. And a lot of people are not going to do that. A lot of people, when that faith is tested, they will flip, scream, curse, howl and they will turn on other Christians who are for the faith or try to encourage them. At first, this doesn't sound all that bad. However, when you think about it, you realize that this is a serious indictment. This is something that none of us will want said of us when we were judged by we are judged by the Lord Jesus Christ at the judgment seat of Christ. Demas' defection is in sharp contrast to Paul's fidelity. Demas loved the present world, Paul loved the world to come. In the three year verses, I'm sorry, the three verses which preceded his commandments concerning Demas, Paul spoke of his imminent death at the judgment seat of Christ and the rewards which he knew he now knew he would receive. For I'm already being poured out as a drink offering at the time of my departure is at hand. I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I've kept the faith. Finally, there's laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge will give to me on that day and not to me only, but to all who loved his appearing. Second Timothy chapter four verse uh, verses six to eight. Against this backdrop, the statement that Demas loved this present world is especially sobering. Paul was willing was living in the light of the coming world. Paul loved the future world, the King, the eternal kingdom of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Paul not only lived for the kingdom, he was about to die for it. He speaks of his approaching death like some might talk about their flight time. The time of my departure is at hand. He knew that this life is but a vapor and that dying was but a departure. What was it that drew Demas away? Was it the fear that he might too be martyred if he stayed with Paul? Was it a desire to get away from the conditions in prison? It could have been simple as wanting a bed to sleep and, and a decent food to eat. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People will turn on each other. Okay, they'll take that mark. Because they 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 get tired a couple of days in. They're tired of sleeping on the floor, they're tired of not having food to eat, they're tired of, you know, hearing their kids cry, or they just grew insane to the pressures of it all and be like, I will take the mark. God will still love me. He's still loving. I'll take the mark. You got pastors right now preaching that. That you could take the mark of the beast and you could still go to heaven when the Bible is a completely says something else. You take that mark, you could cry blood, you are not going to heaven you die you go to hell It's basically good luck because after you close your eyes for the last time after you grow old you're going to hell if you take that mark each day we are faced with many choices which involve deciding whether we love the present world or the world to come Will you buy a smaller house than you can afford in order to give more to God's work? Do you care more about what your boss thinks than you, you, you should do about what than what the Lord thinks? Would you cheat at work to get ahead? What gets your prime time, TV or prayer and Bible reading? Someday, probably very soon, the Lord Jesus is coming again. Yeah, people have this... Notion that Jesus is going to come before the tribulation period and going to whisk them away. That's not happening. Jesus is, come, is coming after the seven-year tribulation. That's right. Seven years of hell. Paul spoke of that day when Jesus, the righteous judge, will judge us and give us out rewards. That day is a judgment seat of Christ when every Christian will be evaluated according to the deeds he or she has done as a Christian. Romans chapter 14, verse 10. Versus Romans chapter 14 verses 10, 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10. We may be like the apostle Paul who fought the good fight, who finished the race, and who kept the faith. May we not be like Demas who started well, who got off track because he loved the present world. Unfortunately, many Christians are going to be like Demas. Just, Just being honest, Okay. Many Christians are going to be like Demas. They're not going to. They're not going to hold out. They're not going to deal with deal without and deny themselves to the end. They're not going to deal with it, because when these FEMA camps start filling in, when they start using that guillotine, or even before them, when they have this new solution that's about to come out, a lot of them are going to fold. They're not going to learn their lesson. No matter what happens, no matter what consequences they've paid for taking the solution the first time, they'll take it again. It's going to be a rough road. It'll be rough for me. Because I started looking this stuff up. And uh, it's real. And a lot of people, a lot of, and you're not hearing anything being preached about this. You're not hearing about preaching about the end times, how we're going to be suffering through the tribulation period, that Jesus come back after the tribulation period, not before. The Bible clearly talks about post-tribulation, not pre-tribulation. The pre-tribulation rapture doctrine came from the mind of a witch. It came from the occult. And a lot of people aren't willing to see that. Our people perish for lack of knowledge because they rejected the knowledge that was given to them. All right. That's it. That is all. Peace and God bless. Like, share, comment, and subscribe.